Mary, wake up. We need to talk. Hmm? I had the weirdest dream. I was trapped in a Christmas movie that... Mary, listen, it's not a dream, but another entity has seized control of the narrative and given your story a dark twist. That explains the ghost and the murder. Fine, send me home. Mary... What do I need to do? Click my heels together three times? What? It's not that simple. You've got to make your happy ending come true. Slight hitch there. Bradley, the love of my life, is married to someone else. And she is the mother of my kids. Wait... That's not how these movies go. The adult with kids is always either divorced or widowed. Which is it? Mary. Nick, tell me. Fine. His wife died several years ago. He's raising two kids on his own. Okay. Okay, I can work with that. All I need to do is persuade a man who just met me and doesn't trust me to fall madly in love. By the last stroke of midnight on Christmas Eve. What? Why? It's important to the genre. Artists Ensemble Theatre presents Mysterious Journey, Theatre for the Mind. Mary O'Reilly is trapped in a Christmas romance murder mystery in this tale from the novella by Terry Reed. This is the conclusion of Hallmarked. Last stroke of midnight. Got it. That's not much time. I have faith in you, Mary. Thanks. Okay, Let's list the steps common to these type of movies. Splendid idea! Step one, we meet the unhappy main character who has this dazzling life, but for some reason is deeply dissatisfied with it. Oh, that's me! Check. Step two, unforeseen events cause her to veer down a new path. Check. Third, she meets the man of her dreams, but things don't go well. Double check. Next, the couple is thrown together, forced to work on some project... Like solving a mystery. And they learn that their first impressions were mistaken. She meets his kids and falls madly in love with them. His kids adore her. They do some kind of traditional Christmas activity. Baking cookies! No. No cookies. Um, a tree lighting ceremony or Christmas shopping. They almost kiss, but they get interrupted. Something goes wrong. One of them loses faith in the other. They split up. But then she does something selfless that alters his life for the better. I love that part. Me too. So then she's about to leave town forever, but for some reason she has to stay just one more night. And there's some kind of event where they meet again. True love triumphs and bingo, happy ending. Yes. Some kind of event, like a, a... A Christmas dance. My great aunt Noelle always hosted a Christmas Eve ball here at the inn. Nothing more romantic than a ball. You should make that happen. How? I have faith in you. Stop saying that. I need... A Christmas tree? No. No? What I need is a lot of Christmas trees. Ho, 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 You sure you want 12 trees? Without a doubt. I'm going to decorate the whole inn. The first time I saw Noel, she was worried that I didn't have a tree. Well, they're in the bed of the truck. Do you have 12 tree stands? Oh, no. Well, how about decorations? I'll probably have to get more. Do you know where Noel stored hers? In the attic. Dad? Oh, is that... This is my son Mikey and his big sister Clarissa. Oh, but they're older. Then what? Then the image in my head, I guess. 
I'm six. Practically grown up. My name is Mary. Hello, Clarissa. Hi. Twelve trees is a lot. I know, but I've been thinking that my great aunt would want me to host the annual Christmas Eve ball, so I need to decorate like mad, right? I guess. We never decorated our house. Clarissa. I suppose Christmas is your busy season. Still, if, if any of you have time, I sure could use some help. Yeah! Can we, Dad? Yeah, I suppose. Sure. Sounds like a plan. But not until after breakfast. Morning, Bradley. Ian? Kids, this is Professor McDougal. You made breakfast? Heaps of it. A proper American breakfast. Pancakes, eggs, and bacon. Hey, kids. I'm afraid I'll hurt Ian's feelings if I don't eat it all. Do you think you could help me out with some pancakes, eggs, and bacon? Yeah! We were going to grab something in town, but this is way better. <laughs> I guess I've been outvoted. Thanks. Uh, we'd love some breakfast. Fine. Now, I believe custom dictates eight pancakes apiece. Is that right? I can eat a million. Can you now? Well, I'd better mix up more batter. This maple syrup is glorious. If I had this syrup on hand, I'd eat pancakes every day. <laughs> well, I wonder. No, no, don't tell me. Or I'll eat pancakes every day. It's our syrup. Dad makes it. Bradley, you made this? I did. There's a grove of sugar maples that straddles the property line between the farm and the inn. I only tap a few trees, but I always made extra for Noel. Our trees are, like, really old. Older than Wisconsin. True. Oldest grove in the state, with trees over 200 years old. The age of the trees is one reason why the syrup is so rich. How many trees do you have? Enough to fill 200 acres. Those maples are the reason that Gerard fellow wants to get his hands on my property. Who is that? Mary's client. He wants to buy my land so he can clear-cut it. No, there must be laws that protect heritage woods. If Gerard owned those trees, those laws would be tough to enforce. By the time a case came to trial, those trees would be gone, and he'd just pay a fine. Fortunately, that's not happening, because Bradley's not selling. Good man. Glad to hear it. Bradley, why aren't you in the maple syrup business? I thought of it. But there are startup costs for equipment, a sugar shack, marketing, and no guarantee that it would be profitable in the long run. Would you mind if I looked into it? I have clients who deal in specialty foods. They might have some insight. Well, that would be great. Thank you. Hey, it's the least I can do since I plan to put your whole family to work. We can give you an hour. After that, I have to get these guys to the sitter. Can't we stay here with Mary? Please? Uh, we can't impose on... It's no imposition. I'd love to have them here. They can help decorate. You sure? Very. So this is the attic. Christmas section is over there, organized within an inch of its life. There are boxes and boxes. Yep. Lights over here. Uh, Noel sorted everything by color, size, indoor or outdoor. Wow. It's all yours now, along with everything else she stored up here. I remember rainy Saturdays spent with my great-aunt, hunting for hidden treasure in this attic. I... I remember that. Oh no, this is bad. Mary, what's wrong? I... I, I think I'm starting to lose who I am. Memories are slipping away. I, I don't understand. How can you lose who you are? I guess I'm scared of losing what's most important to me. Mary, I haven't known you long, but from what I've seen, you're not one to let anything go without a fight. So you've noticed that I'm hard-headed? 
Yes. I also noticed that you're brave and kind and beautiful. Bradley. Dad! What? Mikey and I are waiting at the bottom of the steps. You said you were going to hand down boxes of decorations. Hold on! Uh, sorry. Timing is, uh... We'd better not. Okay, team, I just fired off the last of my emails. How are you guys doing? All the garland is up. The big tree is lit and decorated. However, when it comes to the other 11 trees, I fear we have a mutiny on our hands. Looks like the workers are on strike. How are you kids holding up? We need a break. Ugh, now I know why my mom hated Christmas. I'm sure she didn't hate Christmas. Oh no, she did. She hated it. And ever since she died, it's like our dad hates Christmas too. Well now, sometimes people have memories that make them sad. The death of a loved one near the holidays can haunt us during future holiday seasons. Like a ghost? Just like a ghost. Because the loved one isn't there, and you end up thinking that all you have left is memories. But that is all you have. Oh no. Just because someone can't be seen doesn't mean they're gone. I don't get it. It's like my great-aunt Noelle. She passed recently, but I like to think she's still looking out for me. Maybe your mom is doing the same. If mom is watching, I bet she's mad that we're doing Christmas all wrong. What do you mean wrong? She always wanted it perfect. She never let us help decorate the tree because we'd make a mess and sometimes we broke ornaments. She decorated the whole house, inside and out, by herself. She baked cookies and sewed costumes for the nativity play and hosted parties. That doesn't sound like a mom that hates Christmas. No, she really did. She was exhausted and cranky the whole time. On Christmas mornings, after presents, she would go straight back to bed. She said it was finally her time to relax. And you know, it made me sad. Because what we really wanted most for Christmas was... Mama! Out of the mouths of babes. Okay, everybody. Up. Uh... Pick something fun for us to do. Anything at all. Your choice. Really? But what about the decorations? Let them wait. What's it going to be? Sledding! Let's go. Are you sure you're all right, Mary? Oh. How is it that you and the kids went flying down the hill, and every time I tried, I ended up headfirst in a snowbank? <laughs> that was hilarious. Haven't you ever been sledding before? Of course I have. Once, look at me. I look like the abominable snowman. The kids and I will get the toboggan stowed away. Be back soon. Take your time. I'll just limp inside and get the hot chocolate started. Mary, what happened to you? Are, are you hurt? I... No, don't try to talk. I'm going to check you for injuries. Does this hurt? No. Listen, Bradley... How about this? No. Here? Uh-uh. Are you sure you're okay? You look half frozen. I'm warming up really fast. Mary? I... I went sledding. Good. Great. I'm going to kiss you now. Good. Great. 
Oh, well done, Mary. Gerard! What? When I suggested you seduce the farmer, I was kidding. But look at you. So this was, what, a strategy? No! Whoops. Did I let the cat out of the bag? Sorry, but after you sent that report about your progress with the farmer... You reported on me? He's lying. I I never sent him anything. Then how did I get this copy of the loan agreement between Bradley Alder and Noel Frost? (laughs) Ridiculous news. You sent him that? I didn't even know it existed. You borrowed money from Noel? The fool put up his farm as collateral, and it's been months since he made a payment. You, Mr. Alder, are in default, which means that as of now, Mary O'Reilly owns your Christmas tree farm. Dad, what's going on? You look mad. Get your brother and get in the truck. We're going home. But... Now! Bradley! Don't! Let the poor man go, Mary. After all, he needs to start packing. And then there were two. Who are you? Someone who is better at the game than that imbecile you call Nick. Nick, I need you now. I'm here. You. So you're the one who's been meddling. Nicholas, my old friend. I just added some spice to your insipid little game. Serves you right for putting your faith in these short-sighted foolish mortals. Ah well, game over. You lost. I won. Not quite. It's true that mortals are not always wise. They often overlook what's important. And they are plagued by insecurity, vanity, and pride. Nice endorsement, Nick. Quiet. But they are also generous. Kind when one least expects it. Forgiving and compassionate. Not everyone, and definitely not all the time. But you, my old adversary, have not won. Not yet. Well, if you're going to get technical, the game is over on Christmas Eve at the stroke of midnight. That's less than 24 hours for true love to win. Uh, Speaking as the pawn in this game, what happens if the game is lost? You live unhappily ever after. And if true love wins out? Good foils evil. Huzzah! Don't bet on it, Nick. Whoa. That was quite an exit. That was your client? Don't start. Nick, I really don't want to live unhappily ever after. You won't. How do you know? I have faith in you, Mary O'Reilly. are. Hi, Rosie. This Christmas Eve ball of yours is a smashing success. I couldn't have pulled it off without you. Please. I had a blast. And look at you. Honey, you look stunning. Right back at you. And the food is spectacular. I can't thank you enough for managing the catering. You have brought comfort and joy to everyone here. That's my plan. Well, I'd love to stay and chat, but I've got some serving platters to refill. Hey, Mary. What? I'm really glad you decided to host the ball. Thanks. Remember my advice. Choose joy. That's it. Catch you later. Mary, there you are. Hello, Ian. Now, why the sad face that belies your name? It's 10 o'clock, and he hasn't come. Bradley? I thought after he read my letter. What letter? What do you mean, what letter? The letter you delivered for me. What are you talking about? Oh, no. I hate these frustrating last-minute plot twists. I feel like I've missed something. My fault. I'm an idiot. I remember now I had just sealed the envelope when Rosie arrived with the catering crew. 
I never gave you. Where is this letter? Still on the desk. I'll run it over right now. Remember, we still need to find Noelle's killer. Actually, I have an idea about that. More like a notion than an actual idea. Well, don't solve any murders till I get back. I'll try. Keep the faith, Mary. Working on it. Mary. Hello, Willie. Oh, look at you. You'll be breaking hearts in that gown for sure. Flatterer. Who, me? Nothing but the unvarnished truth. Thanks. Happy Christmas. And to you, darling. Excuse me. I'd better get that. Holly? Surprise! I thought I'd see how things are going up here. Wow, I love what you've done to the place. Just a little Christmas cheer. Let me take your coat. Would you like a drink? Love one. Can you point me to the ladies' room first? Long drive. Right down that hall. Back in a flash. Hello, Great Aunt Noelle. Hello, Mary dear. My, this is a lovely party. Thanks. It's kind of a family tradition. So it is. And how nice to see your friend Holly again. Yeah, that was unexpected. Wait. When did you meet Holly? In November, when you sent her up here to see how I was getting along. Excuse me, I need to take care of something. Holly, what are you doing in my office? Uh, ooh, I, I guess I made a wrong turn looking for the ladies' room. Oops. And wound up in here, going through my files. Just how long have you been working for Gerard? Since October. But I didn't want to. He forced me. To murder an old woman? He blackmailed me into it. He found out I was poisoning you. What? How? In your stupid lattes. If you just once drunk the whole thing instead of taking a sip and then tossing the rest, I'd have been rid of you months ago. Why? Because you had it all. The penthouse apartment, the killer wardrobe, the high-powered career, and I wanted it. I am not going to waste my breath pointing out that none of those things bring true happiness. Because, frankly, lady, you're nuts. But I will say this. You're under arrest for the murder of Noelle Frost. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. No one ever suspects loyal gal pal Holly. And you won't be around to say different. Drop that knife! How about I bury it in your heart? Mary. Oh, hey, Ian. Meet my former assistant, Holly. The unconscious lady on the floor? When and where did you learn jujitsu? In another lifetime. Holly is the murderer. You were supposed to wait till I got back. Sorry, things got out of hand. Could you call the police and stand guard? I need to sneak up the back stairs and change. Yes, your dress is rather ripped beyond the bounds of decency. Yeah. Ian, did... Did Bradley read my letter? My dear, he was tearing upstairs to put on a suit when I left. I'd say you have about ten minutes, maybe less. Go! How is it possible that I didn't pack a backup dress? Well, come to think of it, my homicidal assistant Holly packed this bag for me. Figures. What kind of fairy tale ending is this without the right dress? Hello, Mary, dear. Or rather, goodbye. Moving on? That's right. Thank you for solving my murder. You're welcome. Give Jack my love. I will. Oh, and Mary? Yes? Check the wardrobe. 
Oh. I know it must seem terribly old-fashioned. Oh, no. This is vintage green velvet glamour. It's exquisite. Oh, good. Well, don't dilly-dally. Go find your happy ending, dear. I don't know why I am so nervous. This isn't real. It's just a fantasy. Mary, you look awesome. Right, Dad? Like a Christmas angel. Thanks. Welcome to the Christmas Eve ball. I I, I don't know how to thank you for what you've done. You don't need to. I can never repay you. Hey, I'm only doing what my great Aunt Noelle would have wanted. Not only did you forgive the loan, you found a state grant that will bring my business back into the black. Are you kidding? They were thrilled at the chance to protect a heritage grove of sugar maples. It's the state tree. The state arborist is on his way here right now, weeping tears of joy. So... On top of everything else, I got a call from a gourmet food distributor. Said he was a friend of yours. He wants to invest, front my startup costs, in return for an exclusive contract for my heritage maple syrup. Oh, that. Well, that's a win-win for everyone. Thank you for me. Thank you for my children. I'm eternally grateful. Oh, well, you're welcome. Will you excuse me for a minute? Mary, what's wrong? Nothing. Not a thing. Where's Holly? The police just escorted her out the back door. They want you to make a statement. Mary, what happened with Bradley? Nothing. He's grateful. I have his eternal gratitude. And that's... I, I'm so sorry. Ian, please go. I need a minute to pull myself together. What kind of fairy tale ends with the princess bawling into a dish towel? Seriously, Ian, just go. I can't face anyone right now. I'm not Ian. Oh, Bradley. Please don't. I get it. You're grateful. I am. But there's something missing. What? I don't understand. It's you. You're what's missing from my life. I need you. We need you. Won't you please bring the Mary back into our Christmas? Mary O'Reilly, will you marry me? Yes! Mary, wake up, sweetheart. It's morning. Hi. Hi yourself. You're already dressed. I'm going in early. Wait, is it Christmas? Not for three more days. Three? Wait, three? This, is this Wednesday? <laughs> the last time I looked. Oh, but that means I get a do-over. Unless, wait, is this a dream? No, I'm wearing my ratty old sweatshirt. This is definitely reality. What? Don't go. Can you spare five minutes? Sure. I love you. I don't always take the time to tell you, to show you, but you're my happily ever after. My Prince Charming. My sexy tree farmer. What was that last one? <laughs> Never mind. 
Because this is reality, I need to brush my teeth while taking the world's fastest shower. But I'll be back. Seriously, don't move. Okay. Now that was an outstanding way to start the day. No argument from me. But since it ended up being 45 minutes, not five, I gotta run. Still wrestling with that budget, so I may be working late. I'll wait up. I'll work fast. (laughs) Now that's a good sound. What is? Your laughter. Yeah? Well, you'll be hearing a lot more of it. Now go. Mom! Morning, sweetie! Oh, look at you. You're still young. No, I'm not. Sorry, my mistake. Mom, I need... Twelve dozen cookies for tomorrow. I remember. How come you're so happy? Amazing, isn't it? I was thinking of calling Rosie's Bakery and ordering the cookies from her. What do you think? Oh, Mom, that's so cool. Rosie makes the best cookies in the world. I know, right? Maybe I'll get some extra for us. Awesome. I love it when our house is happy. Gotta run. Bye. When our house is happy? Ouch. Well, Mary O'Reilly, you're back. This is your happily ever after. Question, what are you going to do with it? Mama! Answer, choose joy. Coming, Mikey. Hallmarked was adapted from the novella by Terry Reed. Learn more about the Mary O'Reilly Mysteries at terryreed.com. That's T-E-R-R-I-R-E-I-D. The cast includes Aaron Philpott as Mary, with Russell Constance, Olivia Philpott, David A. Gingrich, Kelly D'Angioletti, John Chase, Emery Wilson, and Richard and Margaret Rather. Artists Ensemble Theatre produces live theatre, and since the advent of the pandemic, it also produces this podcast, Theatre for the Mind. Learn more and perhaps donate at artistsensemble.org. 